welcome to Tamarindo Podcast. We are your hosts, Brenda Gonzalez and Ana Sheila Victorino. Tamarindo Podcast is the Latinx show where we discuss politics, pop culture, and how to balance it all con calma. Tamarindo is part of Loose Collective, a digital home for Latinas. You can catch all of our new episodes at loosecollective.com. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Tamarindo listeners. A lot has happened since the last episode. Specifically, um, we've had a presidential election. Yes, and it came out that Biden won. Yes. Yay. We have to celebrate a little, y'all. I know the situation <laughs> is not as easy, pero like, we did it. We did, we did it. it. We at we least did, did that it. shit. Like, tenemos que, we need to celebrate the small wins because you know we're always going to be yes. sad. You feel me? Like, yeah, you know, people <laughs> dance in the street. That's how much Trump sucked. That yeah. they, that. Major cities all over the country, people danced in the street. Yes, I, yes, I hope yes. he was mortified about that. Yes. Este, so we wanted to, oh, we want to mention also that this is actually um, potentially our last episode of this season. Well, officially, officially it is. It is. Officially we, it is. We might do a pop up. You don't know. We might do a pop up. <laughs> yes. But we wanted to start uh, the show by doing a little bit of a reflection on how we're feeling like post election. Uh, so I'll start with me. Like, I feel like I'm just like a jumble of emotions. Like, I, I don't know how else to describe it. You know, I felt like so like elation, like so joyful for like one day, you know, and like yeah, that Saturday <laughs> and it was and it was it was beautiful. Like it felt like a relief. It felt like, oh, my God, like I needed that. Like 2020 needed that so fucking bad. Like it so bad. renewed my hope in God. You feel, you feel me? Exactly. Like I was feeling like, like I might get a Christmas needed, tree. <laughs> like seriously, I saw you. I saw I've you. Never had one I might get a Christmas tree. As an adult, but like, I will get one. <laughs> I was feeling like like I remember the night before I like prayed a little bit like, please let tomorrow like look good. Por favor. So definitely had that day. I didn't go out in the streets and I kind of wish I did, but oh, it's all right. Like, I wish I experienced that with a bunch of people, you know, it's the, but also like anger, you know, anger because one like Trump, like has failed to concede, what a you know, piece of shit, piece of shit, puerco. unsurprised, but like it was tough to see and it's tough to see that it's still going. Yes, it and, is. It's, and, it's, and it's putting us at like at, like our country at risk. I was reading about um, in 2000 um, where the transition was like it took a while for the transition to start and how like there was some talk about that actually affecting our preparedness for tw- um, the uh, 2001, September 11th. Dang, um, that's so horrible. like it's, <laughs> it really is. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So that like made me angry and also like sadness about how the 70 million people that um, support Trump and Trumpism and like what that says about like part of our country. Yeah, that's horrible. It is horrible to think that so many people still support this piece of shit president. Yeah. I'm also worried that there's literally a cult like the Trump following is a cult. Like I would love Mm -hmm. we could do a whole other deep dive another time really comparing how Mm -hmm. these QAnon anti-vaxxer 5G weirdos out there are brainwashed and this is truly a cult so that is very scary but let me add to the scariness so um in the last episode we did reference some projections about the possibility that there could be more latinos voting for trump in in progressive sunny beautiful california than in florida and so um i wanted to kind of follow up on that so uh and we'll cite these sources in our notes but basically Here's what it says in a report. In reliable blue California, 22% of Latinos voted for the Republican candidate, which is up from 16% who backed Trump 
in 2016. Mm-hmm. So note more Latinos in California voted for Trump than the last time. Yeah. And so, and what that roughly comes out to in terms of like the number of, of Latino uh, electorate in California, that's about 1.7 million people. So now there was a lot of talk about Florida and the Cubans in Florida. Well, in Florida, 38% of the Latinos in Florida voted for Trump, which of course includes the majority of the Cuban Americans who that's what they do. <laughs> but, um, the electorate over there, you know, the, the number of people of Latinos that are eligible to vote there is smaller. So it is the case that more, more number of Latinos voted yeah. for Trump in California than in Florida. So we, if that is not positive. Um, and, and in future episodes, we do want to unpack that a little further. We're not yeah. going to do it here because we want to leave you with something warm and fuzzy and that's what's going to happen. But, you know, that in terms of the mix of emotions, it's true. Like elated that we fucking did it. Elated that we we're, ha- we're have a, we have a woman vice president yes. um, from California, I mean, a black woman, first Indian American woman. Just that is just tremendous news. And that ultimately good prevailed because any vote for Trump is evil in, in my book. Yes. Um, so we're very rejoiced about that, but the work isn't done. This, this new administration is far from perfect. There's a lot of work to keep them accountable. So yes, I 100% feel you in it being a big jumble of emotions. But today, as we said, we want to leave you with something very positive. What we know is that this year is a lot about um, reflecting on our values and what we want, right? That's kind of what we went through with this election in the last four years. And something that is similar about reflecting on your values is when somebody is looking for a life coach mm-hmm. or what is a coach or like when do you maybe need therapy? So we are going to unpack that in the next segment. So why don't you stick around? We're going to have a little break and then uh, Anna Shayla is going to demystify this for me. Amiguis, we want to remind you that we are part of Loose Collective, which is a digital home for Latinas by Latinas. Yes, we want you to head on over to loosecollective.com to read excellent articles like the latest, which features therapist Adriana Alejandre, who launched Latinx Therapy. And this is now a fabulous resource that aims to break the stigma around mental health and to make therapy more accessible to our community. We love Latinx Therapy. Loose Collective refuses to be part of the media culture that devalues the intellectual labor of Latinas. Writers and editors get paid for their valuable work because you can't pay bills with exposure. But we need your help. Yes, yes, we do need your help. So please consider giving um, $12.50 a month and you can get these super cute stickers. I have them right now on the back of my computer. They say Alpha Latina, allergic to machismo and Guerrera. And if you pay for your membership in full for the year, that's $150, you can get 40% off loose merch and they have super cute stuff. Yes. So go to the link in our show notes or go to loosecollective.com and click support us to read about the levels of giving and perks. Once again, that's Loose Collective and then support us. When you support Loose Collective, you're also supporting us. So give today. Yay! Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox. The same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us, our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. This is why I trust Clorox regular bleach by mixing one third cup of Clorox regular bleach with one gallon of water. When used as directed on hard non-porous surfaces, it kills 99.9% of germs and bacteria on a variety of surfaces. 
surfaces, from our kitchen floors to the counters to the bathroom tubs to, of course, laundry whites. I know I can count on Clorox disinfecting products to give myself and my family the best home we deserve. I actually like to use the Clorox products to make sure that our studio is clean so that we can keep providing you amazing podcasts while also disinfecting surfaces. Surfaces like floors, faucets, appliances, and door handles. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones when they use Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox. All right. Well, we want to close out this season by speaking about the importance of investing in yourself. Yes. (laughs) I know for me and maybe for you, Brenda, and a lot of people in our community, um, we've really struggled with seeking help and investing in ourselves, especially when it comes to, you know, whether it's seeking a therapist or, or working with a coach. And yes. today we're going to talk a little bit about coaching and what it means. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited about this because I think it really, um, I pushed Anna Shayla to have this conversation because she I'm did. very confused sometimes about like, what's the difference and when does one know when they need a coach? And like, so I, I, I hope that all of you can walk away feeling a little bit like, like you, like Anna Shayla is going to help us demystify what a coach does and, and some of the differences. So why don't we start there? Like what is the difference between getting a coach and a therapist? Yeah. So a coach is really going to help you. Like, let's say that you're really feeling like a little bit stuck. Like, you know, you don't know what your, what next steps to take in terms of your career, in terms of your life, you're feeling you're, you're functioning. Okay. But you're feeling a little lost about like what to do next, or you're not feeling very fulfilled. So that's a good time to work with somebody like like a coach, because a coach is going to really help you. Let's like look at some of these things like what are what are your actual values? What are your actual goals? Like what's important to you? Let's start there and then let's like let's set some goals and then provide. Let's see, you're going to a coach is going to provide accountability. They're going to help you get more clarity. They're going to help you identify these goals and they're also going to support you through the process of actually you know, achieving these goals. So very forward focused. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a therapist, they might focus a little bit more on processing um, trauma that you might not have processed or things that are healthy patterns that are related to things in your past that you haven't just yet addressed. Um, so that's what a therapist can really focus on. Like coaches can help with that too, but they're generally not going to go as deep as a therapist would. So that's that. And uh, also, like if you're feeling like you're having a really hard time, just like functioning like day to day, like getting up or going to work or just things like that, like that might be like a therapist might be better suited to, to help you there right. because you're going to have a really hard time, like achieving goals if you're having a hard time, like getting getting out of bed. Right. And, and also therapists are prepared differently than a coach. <laughs> yeah. So I want to note that, too. And this is really important. Therapists are regulated and coaches are not. Right. So like you, when you're thinking about working with a coach or, or a therapist, know that, you know, therapists are prepared to deal, um, help you deal with with trauma and process certain things and in ways that coaches are are not. So if you're really needing to do some deep work, deep um, processing and trauma work, a therapist is going to be the best person for you. Very cool. So why don't we tell our listeners like what kinds of coaches out there? Because now we know the difference between using a therapist or a coach, but not all coaches are the same. So what what are some of the different types of coaches that exist? Yeah. So you're going to have business business coaches, for example. A business coach is going to very much focus on like you have a business objective and they're going to walk you through, coach you through achieving whatever business goal that you have. They're going to give you tools. They're going to give you support, accountability, so, and they're going to be straight up business coach. Now, a life coach is going to also help you with you know, personal things. So like whether it's like you're trying to 
you know, get healthier or you're trying to connect more with yourself or really kind of figure out what is like my, my, my deep why and what's my mission on this earth, which is like, you know, can go into business, but it's a little bit more like deeper work. So that might be more of a life coach that can help you through personal things as well as business things. And there's also kind of a a blend, like a blending where you're doing some inner work to kind of help you, um, you know, figure out what is that big why, what is my purpose here, but also help you through, um, achieve maybe specific business objectives. So for example, in the program that I'm doing with, with Harry launch at the next, it's, it's a blend. And, 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 and what I mean by a blend is that, so everyone goes into the program. It's called the Launch Latinx Accelerator Coaching Program. Everyone goes in with a specific project and endeavor they want to pursue over the 90, for over 90 days. It's a 90 day program. And so we're supporting them through this particular goal that they have for their business or idea, whatever it is that they're doing, but also providing a lot of inner work. So we're using tools like meditation or, or breath work or inquiry work where you do kind of deeper, you do some, some question asking that, that goes really deeper and it's a different style of, of, of question asking. Um, so it's a, it ends up being a blend you're doing a lot of inner work and and the reason for that is we believe that a lot of like the challenges that people have in their business when you really go explore those a lot of them have to do with mindset a lot of them have to do what's going on inside rather than actual business challenges so if we work on that then that'll help you work on your business um, objectives in 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 a more impactful way yep it's all connected you might think that you need a good accountant but it turns out no you need to re- refocus what you want in life right? <laughs> is that what ends up happening like yeah. people might have a very specific goal like i want to get you know double my my um revenue and then they realize actually you hate this job <laughs> right <laughs> that's exactly and that's exactly the type the the perspective that we're going into when we're when we're doing this program is like being letting our clients sort of see like you know maybe you do this unpacking you do this reflection and you realize absolutely that actually you need to quit your job and do something else yes very cool and i know i'm a little exposed to this because a obviously i'm your friend and you've you, you've blessed the dominino listeners with some nuggets throughout the season and previous season but also i'm part of the um the the Facebook group where folks are kind of unpacking and supporting each other. Actually, why don't you tell me a little bit about like the, um, the accountability part and like uh, how doing it in a group setting. Yeah. Like why oh, is yeah. that cool? Right, right, right. So actually, yeah. So there's another thing. There's some coaching programs where you're just doing one-on-one or there's group coaching programs. And so the, the benefit of, of a group coaching program and, and why we think this is like, why we really enjoyed a coaching program, um, is because just the strength of the community. And these are all Latinx entrepreneurs and it's been, it's so powerful to have people that, you know, that are in similar situations as you that have maybe some similar stories that they've been telling themselves about like success, about money, about what they're supposed to do like with their life. And so it, they, they really support each other because they, they can kind of understand that better than like, you know, being in just a regular coaching program or just one-on-one or with a community that's not specifically Latinx. Um, so yeah, so accountability. So you have like everybody in the coaching program. So everyone gets to know each other and what they're doing and they're supporting each other on social um, we also like assign accounts. So we're providing oh, accountability. We have, accountability buddy? we have accountability buddies. And so they're, yeah, which is really, really beautiful. Like people really, um, that ends up being a really powerful part of the program for I love for that. People. What you're describing, I know this is, this is a whole totally different type of coaching, but you and I also have a, um, affinity for this type of coaching. It reminds me of my um, weight loss pro- um, mm-hmm. program that I was in a couple of years ago now, because 
it was in a, you start with a cohort. Yeah. There was this Facebook community. You had to show pictures of the food that you're buying, and it was very encouraging. And I think that communal aspect is why a lot of us in the program were able to meet our goals, our fitness goals. Mm-hmm. So I love that that there's a similar approach in um, Launch Latinx to a very successful fitness program that I did. Now, um, what are some of the things that people should consider when they um, need to go find a coach? So I think like thinking about like, what is, what's the reason that you're looking for a coach? Is it because you feel just overall stuck in life or is it because you, you know, have a business and you're, st- you're just, you don't feel stuck in life. You know that you want to pursue this business, but you really need help like taking it to the next level and you don't have certain tools or, um, you know, you know, you really want to go hard on your fitness, but you like want a little bit more support. So it's like, what are you really looking for a coach for? Try to kind of do that self-reflection and that'll kind of help you. Like, am I looking for a life coach or? a business coach or a health coach or a blend of all of all of it. Right. So I think that's first thinking about like what you want for what, why you want a coach. Um, let's see. Next is like, what kind of personality are you looking for in a coach? Because there's, there's all types of coaches, right. And you can all, we can all probably think back to like high school and, you know, for those that were like you know, actual coaches, <laughs> like right? actual you can, you can think about coaches. like, they had all types of like styles, right? right? Like some people were, they're like really tough love, like really pushed you hard. And that works really well for some people, but it doesn't work for others. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, do you want someone that's going to tell you what to do or you want someone that's going to give you hold space for you to really like speak because sometimes it's literally just having someone hold space for you helps you realize on your own what you want to do right same thing with like a therapist like when you talk to a therapist just speaking and reflecting on things sometimes you see things that you hadn't seen forever right because you just hadn't had someone hold space for you in like a dedicated way like that right Mm -hmm. like or without any kind of um no judgment no judgment or or bias even right because even our family they could be really supportive but they have a particular como bias definitely definitely So that's another thing. What else? Like thinking about the, the, their background, right? Is it important for you that they're Latinx or that they, you know, what, what's their, their background? Like, do you want them to, you know, business background or, or, you know, have, are they licensed in X, Y, Z? Cause there's also a lot of therapists now that are, that are coaches as well. That sounds like a slam dunk. Like get someone that's, that can do both. That right, right, great. right. Because they have that, that background, but, but also they need to really like delineate that, like whether they're doing therapy or coaching. Cause if you go in, if they're saying they're coaches and then they're doing therapy, that could get a little a little hairy but they still have certain tools that they can definitely use and they're and they're able to hold space so well but yeah a lot of therapists have gone into coaching because it gives them more flexibility to to help people in different ways yeah so does that background matter to you and then you know start following start following coaches like you know with with therapy therapy you know there's directories like latinx therapy with coaching i haven't seen that just yet something like a resource like that so i think the best way though is really start following coaches on instagram um, because they're, you know, they're doing lives or writing content and you can get a sense of like what their style is and what their approach is. Yeah. And that'll give you, you can see who you resonate with and that's whoever, res- whoever you resonate with, that, that might be the, the person that you want to work with. Right. That sounds very cool. So I can tell you the way that I selected a coach once before. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and just to kind of illustrate some of the points that you've made, because I've gone through this process of, of trying to, of, of uncovering that I want a coach, mm-hmm. finding the coach, making the investment, and then kind of referring back to what I've learned. So for me, the time that I decided to um, explore a coach is when I was feeling like I had reached a ceiling in my particular place of work. And that I knew that I was interested in a more senior role. 
outside of that organization because I knew that there weren't any, there wasn't a path for me there. But I was scared. I was scared of like, oh my gosh, what would it mean to be an executive director? And so I thought that the best way for me to feel confident in starting to apply to those jobs is to work with a coach to figure out why am I so scared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, um, so I, it's funny because I'm thinking back of it. What was important for me is that it be a Latina. Mm-hmm. Like that was important to me. My reason for doing it is because I had seen this particular coach in action. Like I, mm-hmm. I, um, I had, um, she's a friend and I've, I've seen her and I've referred a lot of business to her and people kept going back to her. So I was like, okay, obviously she's got something great to offer. And she's been on this, on this episode, on this episode, she's been on this podcast as well. Um, her name is Liz. And anyways, I, was able to, the other thing too, like you mentioned earlier, is just having the resources. Right. So luckily I was able to tap into an employee resource where we were able to tap, um, spend a thousand dollars on professional development. So in this case, I was able to use those, re- that resources to, in- to invest in myself with mm-hmm. someone else's money, which is pretty great if you can afford it, if you, if you have that opportunity. And so then I had my six sessions and contrary to my expectations, I thought this would be like very technical, like, well, here's what an executive director does and here's what you need to do. No, it turns out it was very introspective. And, and so that was my, my experience with it. I do feel like, obviously I, I don't know the precise titles for the methodology that she used, but I remember that it was a lot about recognizing that every action has, it has a balance, like no matter like the worst thing you've thought you've ever done, she found a way to say, let me show you how that was actually a positive. Mm-hmm. Everything, every negative has a positive. And it was mm-hmm. like fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, but it was hard work. It was a lot of like really difficult one-on-one. In this case, it was a virtual one-on-one conversation. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, I found it valuable. And I um, have my mind now that, because I'm following a lot of coaches on Instagram, my mind and my perception and my bias about coaches has changed because, and, and there probably are people out there that are charlatans. Like I, my perception was like, what are these coaches? Like, what are they doing? Like, this is baloney. They're just like feeding you, you know, uh, Hallmark cards. Right. I learned that no, there's actually for at least the therapists, the, therapists, the coaches in my life, like you, like Harry, like Liz, um, there's a methodology. There is preparation, there's experience and there's, um, effectiveness. So anyways, we can put in our show notes, some of the coaches that we like, if you Mm -hmm. don't want to check them out and some of the, uh, some of them have been guests on this show and that's been my process. Have you worked with a coach before? What was that like? Yeah. Well, with, with Harry specifically. Oh, one, one thing I was going to say when you're talking about looking for a coach, another thing, if you want to, you know, if you're feeling like, well, I don't know, like, how can I trust, like, which coaches can I trust? You can also look at, like, they'll probably have a website that'll tell you a little bit more of their client testimonials. You can see um, what their clients have been able to do if that's something. If you're like, well, I want to see how effective this this coach is going to be. Like, that's something you can also look for. Yeah, yeah. What are, the, what are their success stories with other clients? Right? That's a good tip. Or, or have someone, you know, ref- be referred. That sounds like, to me, that's like the best way to find someone. If it's right. someone you personally know says, hey, this worked for me right oh and then the other thing is like what kind of resources do you do you have so like you know like if you have a lot of money then like maybe you're you're gonna look for those those coaches that are maybe a little bit more expensive but they're showing you like they've delivered results for people but maybe you have a little bit less money and you're like well it's okay if like I, they don't have these amazing client testimonials but i need i just need support i need someone that's going to be on my ass and like you know like that's fine that i'm not 
they're not as expensive. I don't know how, like the, you're just looking for support and that's okay. If like, it might be a little bit riskier, like in terms of effectiveness, because your financial investment is also smaller as well. Yeah. And also some people want to get their start. So right, maybe exactly. there's someone that you, you can both help each other exactly. out basically. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. So for me, um, I mean, I've worked with, with Harry a little bit and like, I remember prior to working with him, like, yeah, I was very resistant to coaching and I was in the same boat as, as you or Brenda, but I was feeling like also like plateaued and I was really struggling with, um, the startup that I had at the, at the time and like really feeling like I was ready to leave, but really struggling to articulate that and feel comfortable with doing that. And like, and I think talking to him, like I worked, I was able to work through that and also like wanted to see our, you know, Tamarindo grow. And I remember like I was, he was able to like, well, you can just make us make me believe that we could do so much more with Tamarindo. And that really opened me up to think of like, oh, well, we can Yay. do like more like we can do these workshops or just like think about different ways that we could lose our platform that I hadn't like opened my mind up to before. That's very exciting. As you might have heard, this is our uh, last episode of this season. So we'll have a lot of planning to do. And maybe we can talk to Harry. Like, I think there's a good, this is a good time as our project too. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we want to grow this platform? Right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like you've demyst- demystified a little bit what coaching is. Any final thoughts on this particular section? We hope you've learned a little bit more about it. Um, you know, we'll be including some some information on, on some coaches. And if this is something that's interesting to you, like feel free to DM us. Like we can do, we can maybe possibly do like a follow-up IG live, like go into, you know, more specific techniques, things like that. Harry and I will be launching another um, Launch Latinx Accelerator in January or February. So to stay tuned for that, if that's something of interest to you. Very cool. Yes. Stay tuned. So as we shared, this is our last confirmed episode of the season. We might have a bonus episode. We're not sure yet. So just stay tuned for that. We might drop in. But um, we wanted to have some reflections on, on 2020 and some of the things that stood out for us. So, all right, I'm going to start with my first question for you, Brenda. What's something new or something that you started doing more in 2020 that brought you a lot of joy? I got to say my real answer is TikTok because <laughs> I wasn't doing TikTok before and I still yes. don't do TikTok, but I consume, consume a lot of TikTok. TikTok and it does bring me a lot of joy. And there's there's people that are incredibly hilarious and talented. I just love this let loose sort of attitude of the folks that we like to follow. I would mm-hmm. say that the best one, if you want someone to follow, is um, Millennial Loteria. He is brilliant. All of his TikToks are hilarious. <laughs> so what about yeah. you? What is something um, that you started doing more in 2020? Yeah. Well, TikTok as well. And I went, I'll just say a quick thing about TikTok that I love about it is that it, like, yeah, it is more free flowing. It feels more fun. than I think Instagram has started to feel como mas like rigid. So like, I appreciate the, the fun and the looseness of TikTok. Um, for me, let's see, I started writing more. Like I took a storytelling class at the beginning of, of the year, which now feels like so long ago. I know, right? This was pre-COVID, right? Pre-COVID when I thought the, <laughs> the world was going to be different. You met in person. <laughs> um, and that was really beautiful for me. Like it opened up a lot for me and I've really been enjoying that I need to get back to it but like you know I wrote like in two journals it's really helped me get through 2020 honestly writing so I'm really grateful for that it's brought me a lot of joy well I'm gonna copy your homework because I also I, I'm realizing too that I also did some writing like I've, I, I was published 
few places. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, I've never girl. Done that before. Fuck yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. 2020 feels like so many lives within it. I know. It really does. What, it's what like, decade it's of 2020 like, did you do that for in? For real. It's like a, like each new season. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many, like, <laughs> like stages. Season one of 2020. Basically. I did this. Season two right. of 2020. I did that. Well, speaking of that, like, what's really helped you get through 2020? Like, other than TikTok, because TikTok has also helped there. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Nature, going yes. out in nature, going on long walks. I know I've said that, said it before, but if one of you out there that hasn't done it yet, just go on a long walk, pop this podcast in your ears and go on a long ass walk. But specifically training for Mount Whitney, which unfortunately got canceled because of fires, but I went on like nine hour hikes. You know, like, yeah. And that was wonderful. Yeah. That's so, so beautiful. Cool. How about I, you? I definitely want to do more of like a long, like longer time in nature because I've been doing like doing nature. I've been doing nature, but <laughs> <laughs> like in like very like little bursts and like nothing like really like so beautiful like like a nine hour hike like where you're really just in nature that sounds beautiful to me so that's going to be that's a goal of cool. mine um but yeah the, i started walk, walking really helped me so like just walk just get out me. and walk everybody and then um like the virtual virtual community so like you know i started coaching with with harry and that the strength of that community has been really beautiful our ig lives have been like yes that's been, like so that, much fun yeah like so much fun and that was new for me too like getting comfortable being in front of the camera a little bit more and like you know off the cuff que mas este? And the public you should el público <laughs> tell her them tell tell her that you want to see more of her <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a goal of mine for 2021 um yeah like our workshops is anything where like we were getting together with people like that was so yeah. i didn't even know i needed it that much but i did remember season two of 2020 when we did book club like we did. That's oh yeah cool. that was in 2022 yes, wasn't it it doesn't feel like it, right? <laughs> doesn't. This, this, yeah we've done virtual book clubs yeah. lots of cool things and uh potentially we will have another virtual event very early in, in uh, 2021. So yes, stay tuned. yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, here we go. What surprised you um, about 2020 in a good way? So because we're, we're trying to spend a little time on the positive right now. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I would say that how much I love picnics. Like who knew that like now Jeff and I were looking for like, what's the next, the next coolest park to have a picnic at? Or like with my friends that that I love dearly figuring out who's that small universe of friends that are allowed in your pod and then meeting each other for picnics. And Mm -hmm. it's like, we were spending all this money on happy hours when all you had to do is go drink at a park. (laughs) I love picnics. So yeah, that's one thing. Okay. For me, um, finding love in 2020 was very surprising. Like Like, I didn't, I didn't expect that. I feel like those things always happen. Like, when you don't expect them yeah and that's how you know like that's the time for you you know when you're not seeking it or, or pushing exactly. it exactly yes um, major matraca to finding love in 2020 in 2020 and everybody COVID. a lot of people said how much they loved hearing your episode <laughs> with kim guerra so matraca to her matraca to love oh yeah um and also just like deep deeper reflections i think from myself like seeing like collectively us having deeper reflections which you know really included like checking ourselves and reflecting on some of the you know internalized you know racism like all types of things that i think a lot of people hadn't thought about before um or like had thought about obviously but like tal tal vez vez, (laughs) maybe in a different way or in a deeper way or really checking themselves in a way that they hadn't before as well as really like 
like thinking about like what are you here on this earth for like I think people had a lot of those deep type of reflections and they're still having it yes right. this is the other reason why we wanted to touch on coaching because I think right. a lot of people are being pushed to reflect on what do they, what do they really value because Los Angeles is a beautiful, fantastic, amazing place. But when you are forced to be indoors or not get to have the beautiful culture of concerts and everything that LA has to offer, you start to realize like, should I be spending $4,000 to live in a box? Maybe right. not. Like, right. I know a lot of people are having those thoughts and, or figuring out like, is this the career, the job that I want to be glued to a computer for 12 hours on? Right. I think it's a lot of people are really pushed to look deeply inside and that's part of the other reason why we wanted to talk about coaching in case you all are are all thinking about that as well right so like really people just breaking out of this like way of thinking that they've just been following because it was just so easy and finally covid sort of made like you know made you think like oh shit like i don't have to do this or think like this or you know etc so yeah okay well last question what gives you hope about 2021 brenda i'm hopeful for 2021 because people are activated and they they've been grow this growing energy of urgency for many organizers it's been ongoing but now a lot of people that never thought about politics that didn't think that they were political people are activated they're motivated they're they're um eager to hold the next administration also accountable to make sure that promises that are made are kept. And I'm just excited about that. I'm excited that people are activated. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to double down on, on your answer, Brenda. That is, that also really excites me. Este, and, and also like being real, like I'm, I'm excited that there's been a lot of progress with the, with vaccines and that we hopefully look we can look forward to some kind of normalcy in like the spring, like, or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you know, like that's exciting. Let's be excited about that. Like there is like a path to, um, you know, like a healthier future soon and not being worried about our loved ones so much, I which is exciting. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all really wonderful and positive, but to close out this episode, because we can't not have it, even though there's more of them. Do we have a matraca and a basura and any closing comments? Uh, yeah. Okay. Este basura. Let me start with basura and I'll end with matraca. Um, basura. I want to put Mark Cuban in la basura. Q basura noise. Yeah. <laughs> that fool. He's like, you know, instead of donating money to the Georgia Senate races, donate money to food banks. Um, put people over parties is what he said. So it just Dumb. tells you like how disconnected Mark Cuban is from like regular people, from like his privilege to, to say like, oh yeah, just donate some money to the food bank and everything's going to be okay. Like poor people are going to be okay. Like fuck that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and also copy your homework there and say basura. Basura to that. So yes, Mark Cuban goes in la basura. Yeah. What about your matraca? So um, my matraca is actually going to the Secretary of Health in Mexico. They recently um, passed a, a mandate um, for a lot of processed food and junk food. Um, now has these little like little circles or like 
este, info that says basically if they're really high in sugar or really high in um in, in grasa. fat in grasa in fat so i'm i'm really I'm, i'm so glad they did that i think a lot of times we like really are not very good at looking at labels like i know i didn't start looking at labels so like several years ago Um, and you don't really know. And I think that I'm like, I'm really glad that they're doing that. I know that Mexico has been really struggling to fight, um, diabetes and like growing health issues there. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. I feel that's, it's an issue that I feel really strongly about. So matraca to, to them for that. Matraca to them. Woo-hoo. How about you? Do you have a, you have a matraca? Yes, actually, why not? I'm going to do more, more Mexico stuff. I heard recently that in Puebla, um, LGBTQ, like gay marriage is now, acceptable in Puebla the state of Puebla in Yay. Mexico Yay. hell yeah and, and actually you talk maybe about, I'll get married there yeah why not you should definitely should <laughs> now um, talking about um, your talk about Mexico made me think about oh I do have a basura let's go ahead and put AMLO in la basura ¿Qué hizo? he's so dumb like what, what a do? pendejo like literally all the world leaders have congratulated Biden and he's like I'm gonna wait until the courts are done and decide this election basically basically he's I think he's afraid of Trump he's like well just in case just in case Trump maybe does when I go anyways wait for real yes. that, I'm so surprised Girl, by that you I gotta thought read Twitter. Like, <laughs> I thought he was um you know pretty, he's, he's very left he's pendejo, he's very, yeah, he's he's, pendejo. I, I'm now convinced yeah. anyways <laughs> Thank you all for listening yes. to this to this episode. They, this was such a fun season. Yeah. We will probably surprise you with some bonus episodes. We will probably do some. We'll miss you too IG much. So we'll be back. I know. Sabe, yes. <laughs> we'll be back. But in the meantime, please reach out to us and tell us about what ideas you have for the next season. What you want us to go in on and talk a little bit deeper about. Obviously, we'll keep talking about race, gender, representation, because the, these topics Cultura, are forever. All the things. Yes. So please get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you. It's been such a fantastic season. Like we just uh, uh, we, we've doubled our listenership. So thank you all of yes. you. Yes. Our loyal listeners. Yes, we love you so our much. Loyal listeners. And thank you for your love notes. We just can't tell you how much you mean to us when they you really do you re- like you really really do like it really touches our heart when we read anything like when we read re- yeah. when we read your little love notes in serio in so serio. thank you all so matraca to all of you yes and wishing you um you know safe safe holidays you know please be careful y'all like Small please please make your adjustments please 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 we have to tenemos que cuidar you know so Yes. All right. We so, love you. Nos queremos. Because it's winter. Calmate o te calmo. <laughs>
Si usted cree que sufrió discriminación o tiene preguntas sobre sus derechos, comuníquese con Fair Housing Foundation, Fundación de Vivienda Justa, al 800-446-3247 o también en línea en fhfca.org. La vivienda justa es su derecho. Este es un anuncio de servicio público de Fair Housing Foundation y respaldado por el Departamento de Vivienda y Desarrollo Urbano HUD bajo la subvención de FIPPI FPEI 220099.